0: I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this is Digital Divination on the No Direction Network.
1: back for episode 77 happy long weekend jason yeah how are you? i'm doing okay how are you doing john well i'm i'm doing better now i was actually okay. i don't know if um if this happened before when we last uh, recorded my uh furnace went out for about 10 days oh, oh no and, you didn't uh, say yeah i was in the process of getting a new one because my old one was really old. So I'd done all the research and everything and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be scheduled, you know, to install like sometime next week. And then it went out last oh, Monday. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, wow. So like
1: and it, uh, so it was really, really cold. Um, it was terribly cold, but like the last couple of days were, were like below freezing. So we had all our yes. fireplaces oh. going, some space heaters and things. Okay. They were but,
0: Chilly, they're chillier for you than <laughs> than for I am because it hasn't been that feel like that that cold. We're not that far apart. Yeah.
1: Well, last Monday and Tuesday, so like a week out, it okay, got, it got down below freezing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then Wednesday when it was installed it was like twenty eight degrees. Now we spent some time away. Luckily, we mm-hmm. have another place that has heat, so we went there for the last weekend. Um, but during the week, we were and then I was sick the whole time too. It was like
0: oh, kind of no. hand in
1: hand. So I was sick and cold, and but now oh, I'm man. warm and and not so cold. Not I mean not so not sick. sick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. 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 And what about I, you?
0: Um, Seattle, the the greater Seattle area has the microest of microclimates. I swear, mm. because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, I think it was, it was it was when you were talking about this is was yeah. we did have a, uh, maybe some wintry mix, rain and snow ish here, right. but it's also like, I don't know, like a mile, two miles away, it's hailing or. Something right. else is yeah, happening. Yeah. And it's like, I wouldn't be hearing about that and going like, wait, am I in the same area as this weather
1: or what? And it depends if you're on a hill or not to. like, I'm on a yeah, hill. Exactly.
0: So okay, that, yeah. that
1: changes a little that bit. That slight elevation gives yes. you all
0: the colder weather.
1: Yes. Yes. But it's all good now. It's all good. That's
0: good. <laughs> um, I, I'm hoping to actually, uh, by the time this is out, it might already exist. Uh but I'm hoping to release my first Pathfinder Infinite product like tomorrow, hopefully. Maybe oh, Tuesday. Yeah.
1: Nice. What what is is it a secret or can you say it? It's kinda
0: it's a sort of a secret. I've also just been telling everybody about it too, <laughs> yeah. so it's not really that much of a secret in the in the community. Uh but uh well that's the freelancer community, but um yeah. Uh, hopefully it'll be a fun surprise. Okay. uh, I'll go look at those forums. Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. I saw you talking Um, about something and you were helping somebody and I was, I'm help was doing
0: some helping with people. And, but I've, I've created something that's mostly a joke, uh, because that's how I do things, but hopefully it's also fun. Maybe people will play it. It it, it is a, it is, it is a Pathfinder 2. we'll just say it's a Pathfinder 2,
1: ancestry related.
0: Infor piece of information.
1: Oh, Oh, you know, speaking of, of Pathfinder 2. I just mm. got back, and and I and this was in my mailbox today. Oh, you got your copy too. Oh. Yeah, yeah. People are getting their copies, and I'm wondering
0: when I'm going to get my contributor copy. Well, because... the
1: contributors come like really, really late. I guess. Yeah, they do. Well, I, I don't mean, know. you know, it it yeah. makes sense to send it to the paying customers first, to be perfectly yeah. honest. And I also, and I know you uh, you had worked on this, this one. Yeah, is it yeah. uh, Drift Hackers too? The Drift Hackers too. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Definitely. <laughs> yeah I'm excited I heard to you see some.
0: <laughs> i hadn't seen any of like i, I like i did not uh, see any of the drift Techers books in layout mm-hmm. uh
1: so i hope they look good it looks good it looks good now it's interesting so i'm looking at the back mm-hmm. where it has the um the little words here sure and yeah. i've only looked at this one this one says TikTok so um, that makes like sense because it's clockwork, clockwork uh, yeah. demons now i got to go back and look at the other ones to see if they say if there's any uh theme to them
0: if there are i had nothing to do with it because okay. again
1: that stuff is generally written after it's been laid out yeah yeah <laughs> and okay. it's so, much.
0: so uh i'm pretty sure i want to say thank you thurston hillman for for stepping up and helping helping out there uh because he, he pinged me a couple of times like who wrote this stuff again and i'm like oh, okay yeah uh i thought i left all that on a information but maybe no one told you where it was but i'll you know oh so he had to finish it all up then basically i mean hopefully it wasn't too bad like too many too over or too under copy fit wise Uh, i had just sort of turned it over to turn a 51 over to edit um like a week before i left 51
1: what number is this one here
0: that's 50 which is big deal so uh, let me talk about that real quick like yeah yeah, starfinder adventure paths got to 50. Like f- yeah. 50th volume, which is, uh, not nothing. Um, uh, you know, uh, I know there's a big, more big to do when, when, when Pathfinder got to 100, which was, right. uh, which may or may not happen for, for Starfinder APs, who knows? Uh, but so I'm but sort gonna of going to change hoping... them now. Are they still going to number them the same way? Cause that's a good point. They made art covers. Yeah. They may not be numbered anymore. So I think 50 is the big milestone. I was happy to uh, preside over that. Uh, Quinn Murphy gave uh, yeah. a really fun adventure, there I, I i tested him with sort of like do clockwork stuff but in space um yeah. and then um we got a lot of fun clockwork monsters in the back that are weird and, and wild and i think that i think that was alice and saib saiby saib i've never actually pronounced their last name um oh, i think it's saib yeah saib that makes sense um and uh yeah those were fun and hopefully they art came out good because i don't know if i've seen any of the art of any of it either so
1: okay well yeah.
0: uh uh,
1: hopefully soon you'll you'll get yours.
0: Uh, hopefully soon
1: I will. Exactly.
0: Well, oh, I'm look. not gonna actually. Well, here's the thing: it's like, I'm not gonna see any drift hackers books. I technically don't get con- I don't get contributor copies of stuff that I worked on. Right, right. Okay. While I was there, so uh, I'm in the want, unfortunate.
1: I can bring them by your house and you can look at
0: them. Oh, that'd be great. Do you okay. have the P- Do you get Are you getting the PDFs? Yeah, I get the PDFs too. Maybe I'll just look at a copy of your PDF or something and then uh, delete I'm it. From not supposed drive. to do that. We're not supposed to. Well, I'm do just that. looking at it. I'm not gonna use yeah. it
1: okay okay Okay. (laughs) (laughs) all right Uh, so you know the last couple episodes we kind of shifted gears a little bit now we're going to get back to something we said we were Mm going to talk about and it was planets and um like cool planets or making planets or what makes planets cool and i think that's what you were going to talk about and then i just kind of because i didn't make any planets like this and uh, so i thought okay i'll come up with Five of the planets I like, and we can intersperse sure. those. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. How do we want to
0: start? <laughs> uh, you <laughs> I guess is the talk question. about
1: cool planets. What makes okay. cool planets? What do you like about making them? What do I like
0: about those? So the uh, Maybe there's sort of like the Codex of Worlds entries. In the Speaking of APs, right? Uh, the Codex of Worlds entries in the back were always kind of intended to be a little extra something. Uh, sometimes Mm -hmm. they might relate to the adventure but for the most part it's just like hey gms here's like a page of some interesting planet or moon or whatever that you can uh drop into your game if you want or to spawn you know some other thoughts and whatever and so it was just sort of generally uh uh uh, uh, thought of a way to just sort of throw some more lore uh into because you know at the time there wasn't going to be a whole lot of and they probably, you know, there's, he still, it hasn't been for a long time. Big books like, you know, the lost omens guides to areas. Right. So, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'd occasionally, we'd, we'd, you know, we had pack worlds where, you know, we had near space, uh, but we we're not going to just be putting out constant 64 page books that are just about an area. Right. Soft covers. So we, this was just a way to help expand the lore of Starfinder And so it's just a lot of, everything is often brand new. Like, not many things are mentioned elsewhere in other books um mm-hmm. because you know the galaxy is infinite and and uh there's just so much to do um so what i like making cool planets i like to tie them have them kind of be a little tied a little thematically ish toward to if the adventure if it's possible um otherwise it's just sort of i get we get you know sort of ask people pitches most of the time um there they're, they're at the, and then in the rare cases where we want to tie something in like the second volume of Escape from the Prison, uh, uh, against the Aeon Throne was sort of the back thing was Alpo Zed. Here's more, a little more information about Alpo Zed because mm-hmm. we don't have room for an entire article about it, right? So let's just put a little Codex of Worlds there. Um, for all of Attack of the Swarm, I decided to say, like, well, here's, you know, we're talking about one or two planets in that system. Let's talk about the other five or six planets. Um, and so that I kind of planned those out ahead of time and, and named them and it was just like, you know, hey, this is what I want you to write about. It's it looks like this. You know, it's it's this ish um, kind of stuff, and then just let the author go. So, um, uh, basically, you know, what makes a good codex of worlds, I think, is is plot hooks. Really mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Something's going on there that you can have an adventure.
1: So, I want to ask you something related to mm-hmm. this because one of the planets that I like is uh, Waydona Four, also known mm. as New Harmony. Mm-hmm. which is the planet that you're on for horizons of the vast the ap book yes now That's right. was that something that was then created just for this ap
0: that De- definitely was um uh oh i think yeah and wait yeah the whole uh, horizons of the vast waydana system is all called right. the codex of worlds of that of the back of that six volumes are right. different uh, uh areas in the waydana system yeah that was just sort of just had to create someplace new because i wanted to also mess it up it was the same with like <laughs> attack of the swarm <laughs> i wanted to create a new world so i can mess it up uh yeah. and uh it's okay and, if it
1: explodes it's fine
0: yeah it's fine <laughs> and with the way down the system it had to kind of be a blank slate essentially right. i mean it really it isn't not, not too many spoilers there but um enough of a blank slate that people could build up on right so right. Uh, it was n- new and and we we went around uh, i think we went around a couple times about what, what the system was going to be named Hmm. Um, and we eventually hit on let's name it after a god of right. exploration because that's something that you know us humans we do all the time. Uh, and especially you know all the planets of our solar system are named after you know Greek
1: and Roman gods.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: Okay, and um, when you're creating planets like this, I remember um, when I interviewed Joe Pascini, he was really really mm-hmm. excited. I we were still in in uh prior to the pandemic so we're in the office sure. there. Yeah, yeah. and he had the codex of worlds with him and he brought it in to show me all the new ways you could make new planets and stuff he was super the, excited the deck of that. many worlds the deck of many, thing, many right? worlds yeah yeah i'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. Codex.
0: no but well, that is yeah. that is just that was just a that i mean a a, a planet making machine that he created uh using a deck of cards that has i don't know an, Probably an in, close to an infinite number of, of uh, of of possibilities. Uh, great product, and uh if, you, if, if if I think
1: it's gotten a second printing, which is very rare for a deck of cards. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Now is that something you ever use? Hey, we need a new planet here. Let's go ahead and pull some cards out and line so- them up. And-
0: sometimes <laughs> I think it wasn't a, a done. I don't think we did it too frequently because it was always just sort of like laser focused. But like, yeah. I imagine uh, it was either like a blank slate, like hey uh author i just need a planet that's vaguely related to xyz right like um all of the um planets in the back of signal screams uh mm-hmm. owen owen casey stevens wrote um get well soon please and uh, uh he um he was like oh and they should all they're all sort of horror linked so they're they're right, little thematically right, right. horror based and there are different types of horror and hey i just went like yeah go wild go write three write now because i that's there, there are people who you just sort of can generally trust to be like, write me three whatevers and they'll do it. And then there's some people, well, there's sometimes when I just need, I just need a lava planet here because it is the, you know, a fire based adventure or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool.
1: So, um, you know, when we look at the existing planet systems we have now, so we have, I, I mean, the starting, you know, so the basic pack worlds, right? Yeah. Pack worlds. And then you have near space, which it includes. Um, other areas and Viscariums mm-hmm. in near space Viscarium. as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. What other systems are in near space
0: besides the Viscarium? Uh, there's the Marixa Republic. There's oh, the, yeah, the Gideon Republic. Authority. Uh, Gideon. Gideon, 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 Gideon. Now I'm realizing that's just a name, isn't it, Gideon?
1: Yeah. Now is that okay. so? Is the Marixa Republic in in the the Gideon Authority? Is that something? gid was... Sorry. It's
0: gid That's why it's not an actual
1: name. gid but... Yeah. Yeah. Now, those came out in, um, through Society Play. That's where I That's was- That's right. Okay. Now, were those developed specifically for Society, or had they been developed somewhere else, and then they were brought in?
0: No, that was, I think,
1: again, Thirsty's
0: sort of creation. Um, He was, again, Mm -hmm. looking for some more defined systems that he could go back to over and over again, and we didn't Mm -hmm. really have a ton of them, um, honestly. Uh, uh, There were maybe a couple of them that are introduced in the Core Rulebook that are actually in the Vast, like um, the Tabari Cluster and the... What's the one that is the one where the Draelix are from? shidari oh. Confederacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um Those are sort of too far out, and so he wanted some stuff that was in you know near space. And I think he probably just really just wanted to do something with hobgoblins.
1: Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. So those well, were
0: those were expanded upon in in near space, and then I think right. we got to add added a couple more like the uh Sazandite Collective, which is mm-hmm. just newly introduced for that particular book. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, do you? When you're building a planet, what, what's your process that you think about? Do you think about kind of what the the social area is like? Do you think what the geography is like? Do you think about what the flora and fauna are like? Or I mean, how do you get right. started with something like that?
0: I, I go for the hook first. Find what the okay. hook is. Um, and sort of talking about specific things. I oh, talk about the one of the very first things that I wrote for Starfinder as a freelancer is a Codex of Worlds in the back of uh, AP Volume 2. Um, and essentially, uh, 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 the hook there is that like, uh, this planet was doing a bunch of science and then they accidentally, uh, pushed their whole planet into a black hole. So they, as they were, uh, you know, they, then they evacuated and then set up in a moon base, which didn't get, I think their their old moon, which somehow didn't get pushed into the black hole was sort of nearby, maybe orbiting the whole thing. And they're, they're in a the process of, of, of trying to figure out how to get their home world back. Um, so that was sort of the hook. I was like, I want to do something like black holes and something fun, uh at, like that and then work from there and then and then whatever the hook is for that, you know, you sort of can easily figure out I mean easily, but figure out what the uh the society is like, what the people are like, if there are any flora or fauna to talk about, what that might be like, you know, you sort of branch out from there. One of the things that was always written on my whiteboard at my desk at Paizo, when when that was a thing, um, was the gravitational constant um, Mm. equation, Mm -hmm. uh, so that I so that we could keep the mass diameter gravity of a planet within reason, uh, within sort of scientific reason, um, uh, you know, barring of course magic can happen, so it could be whatever, right? Uh, So I think there were a couple. I don't know. There's a couple people. Uh, we're pretty sticklers about that, and I know that some of our readers are also sticklers about. And um, when a planet is twice as big but has half the radius, that the gravity is going to be way more or less. I can't remember which it is now. Um, uh. So I would always just sort of look at that and then and then do a quick calculation and be like, okay. When I was developing a planet or something like that, I'd be like, okay, right. oh, this is fine, or I need to tweak it one way or the other, or just sort of like, no, no, that's really that's really wildly off. Is there a reason for it? Mm-hmm. So that could be one place to sort of start uh, thinking about like, well, do you want it to be a normal gravity planet? Then you have to figure out what the size and the, uh, the ratios of this between mass and diameter are. Um, otherwise it's, it's just sort of like whatever's the most interesting thing about it needs to, especially the codex of worlds, which is only like 500 words. Um, what's the most interesting thing got to write about that first. If we're talking about something like in near space, which would get like a, you know, two, four, six pages or something like that, then you get to, play around more and then you could be like oh this is the you know this is definitely a jungly planet Uh, and we talk about the humidity and all that stuff but then Mm -hmm. find out something else that is a hook about it that is turns it on its head or just is something different and
1: interesting right so do you have any favorites of the planets that you've made or developed or even just seen
0: yeah, I mean, one I brought in was, you know, sort of grabbed was my second, my, the first one I worked on, yeah. Um That took a long time coming up with a name, like just sort of playing with syllables and just trying to come up with a name that sounded plausible. The, 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 one of the toughest things always is naming, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, often I will go with a word and kind of try to twist it into another word. Uh, or you know or a collection of syllables or I just sort of start saying nonsense syllables until it sounds plausible enough. Um yeah. So there's that one. <laughs> okay. I like that
1: one. Right. So um I I kind of a unrelated question this who developed mm-hmm. a Viscarium in the planets there? Um that was probably
0: um I'm trying to figure who's around. It was it was most likely John and Joe at that time. Uh with some okay. probably some help from from Rob and Amanda at places. I know that Rob was very, uh, 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 Rob McCreary was very um, insistent that the sort of he like, I mean, not that one. Actually, he was more insistent about the Islanti Empire than about anything else. But right, um, he right. just, I think he basically wrote this sort of introduction to the book about the Vescarium in general because he had, you know, an idea of what that was as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, all these specific other little bits were written by other people.
1: I really like, so looking at the things I like the most, mm-hmm. I actually like a non-planet, but I'm counting it as a planet. I like Conqueror's Forge. Conqueror's Forge the is The idea fun. Yeah. of that massive space station, almost like kind of the analogous to like Absalon Station on the other side in the back world. Indeed, but here yeah. we have this, this Conqueror's Forge, which first of all is a really cool name, but also it's our where they're making like weapons and designing hmm. starships and, and doing stuff for conquering. So yeah. you know, I thought that was uh that was kinda cool. And I one of the adventure hooks I, I wrote for uh uh the Drift Crisis uh, hardcover actually um ties into Conquerors Forge. Yeah. That's where I got to learn oh. a little bit more about it and, and and one of the adventure hooks that we have in there for that. Right. Yeah, yeah. So so,
0: I mean, that was, I believe, pretty intentional that we would have the Vescarium, we, you know, before that book was handed out to writers, we had to figure out what was in the Vescarium. And I think there's a little bit in the core rulebook, just sort of hinting at some stuff, of right. like what's going on there. But then we had to really sort of flesh it out and be like, well, what's Vescarium Prime? What's Vescarium 2? What's, you know, where do this Gittermanders come from? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, And there was sort of a, a thought of like, you know, Pac-Roltes, Absalom Station, and the Adari. Right. You know, just the Vescarium should have something similar-ish. And everyone's like, well, a, a war place, you know, War Forge, basically, you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which made a lot of sense.
1: Right. Now, some of the uh, the Vescarium planets have were talked about through society play early on, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned too, the skittermanders, yeah. right? So um, how they were um, introduced into society play and the fact that they were uh, conquered but they came in to help the conquerors right <laughs> so they were just like oh what are you doing you're conquering that's great well, I'm just
0: going to keep doing yeah. this so wait, do you need a hand with that oh, yeah. no i don't need your hand i'm conquering you oh sure sure we we're conquered we're yeah. good that was yeah yeah the whole yeah so <laughs> the whole concept. I, I i
1: think and that's well, that's vest 3 right yeah that's vest 3 yeah, well, it's so I... vermilion seas yes so uh and i have another question for you and again this mm-hmm. is um one of the planets I like. And this one's in, I think it's in near space as well. Uh, Folscar, the planet of giants. Oh, the planet of giants. That's a fun why, one. Yeah. Why is, why is there one planet with all the giants?
0: Why not? I mean, it's fun thematic. It doesn't have to be, you know, the only place where giants come from. But, you know, up to that point, there hadn't been a lot of giants in Starfinder. So we decided, right. what if they were, had their own world? And that would be, you know, a planet of giants um again and it's just a fun concept to be like yeah this is where everyone big lives
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it, it does show up in uh so again in galactic magic i gotta write an artifact and it's hmm. uh titarian's anvil which was again it's kind of a thing for making big weapons and stuff that mm-hmm, giant yeah. giant weapons it's that got transported to uh to Folskar. um but also it's in society play so hmm. um giants do actually show up uh, in season four i think of uh some of society where we, we first see them and everything's like humongous and stuff. So yeah, yeah it, but I, I think it's it's interesting because in when you look at like, you know, when I played D and D, giants were always like one of those big things that you were always yeah. you could you know, the big the big mm-hmm. bads to attack yeah. that were really tough to defeat. And then in uh Starfinder, up until recently, you know, it's like, oh you no, know, we have large creatures, but we don't have, you know, huge creatures. and and, yeah. and bigger. <laughs> yeah. Know? So so
0: it it it's part of that whole continuation from, you know, the Pathfinder world, the you know, Glarian, uh having giants on them. And why wouldn't they also probably be elsewhere in other planets or just yeah. go to space themselves, right? I mean they're they have you know, you talk about, you know, um uh, 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 flying castles and stuff like that that the storm giants have. Right. They probably have spaceships pretty quickly if they can do that kind of magic. When I have some magic spaceships, head off, mm-hmm.
1: get on out of here to a world that mm-hmm. is more your size. Right. They probably don't want to go any place where all the normal sized people are because it's not very no. comfortable. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and they're not they conquering even, like they're not conquering every place to make everything huge. So it's like, yeah, no, uh, necessarily. We'll all just go to our. The, you know, it's like we're all the tall basketball players. Here's here's the place they all like to shop, and all the giants. <laughs> sure, they yeah. all like to hang out. You know,
0: <laughs> you gotta go to your your spacesuits, big and tall. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: warehouse. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's that'd be funny making armor for a cloud giant, right? You know. So. Yeah. That takes a uh, extra week. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to hard to <laughs> resize that. Um. <laughs> Okay, I saw it. I got you. I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. So one of my favorite sure. things about the Pack Worlds is mm. um, is is not currently a planet, but the the uh, diaspora or diaspora. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Um, you know, big asteroid belt and big asteroids and stuff. I presume that was a planet at some point, but it, there's no it lore two behind planets. Oh, oh what do you mean there's is. no so, lore
0: behind it? There's there's plenty so of lore. So that's the one with it. the
1: with the crash that that created. Yes. I, I yeah, didn't yeah, remember yeah. if it was related to that. So like it, Eox is like kind of the one it, of the two and the other one destroyed there, right? Is that
0: No, it's actually Eox has destroyed two other planets if I recall oh, correctly. Okay. Um in oh, the process it's been a while since and, I read that. and made made the uh Despra well, now yes. I have to also double check that. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, it's it's oh God. I, I know that it's two. I'm pretty sure there's two planets, um, and one of them is like Ivo or something.
1: Yeah, uh, yes, the two planets,
0: planets uh, Damiar and Iovo. Okay, uh, were okay. destroyed. Uh, I mean, the uh, thing is. I think uh, uh, in the the Distant Worlds Pathfinder campaign said anything. it was like it was an unknown catastrophe. Yeah, and and when Starfinder came around, we decided. Well, no, it was Eox. <laughs> we well, okay. decided it was Eox. Uh, yeah, training
1: okay. a huge laser beam on them or something like that. And, right. I, uh, I them up. vaguely remember something like that. Yeah, but anyway, so I mm-hmm. I like those two plans that now became this big asteroid belt. Um, the interesting thing, you know, when you know, so that's the the pirates hanging, you know, the space pirates mm-hmm. hanging out on a Broken Rock and everything. Mm-hmm. But is is piracy that much of a problem with the drift? That's
0: that's the thing. Uh, one of those things that doesn't quite jive. Now you've got to like you can't drift everywhere, right? You can't yeah. like you can warp in in like Star Trek. You've got to come to you come to a, a semi random spot and uh, come out of, uh, and then you've got to travel through normal thrusters. So that can be. Uh, a place where piracy might happen, uh, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, so it was enough. You know, we gotta have. You know, you kind of gotta have yeah. space pirates. So you kind of wave and your hands a little bit about how it happens. Uh, right. But there's a lot of non-drift travel. People, you know, may, may not trust the drift or just right. all from within from,
1: system, right? So it's within, within system. Exactly. World system. Yeah. That's that's where it's gonna be. It just seems like everything's relatively close in system. Then that if piracy were such a big deal that the stewards would be all over that. But, Yeah,
0: I mean, it takes the amount of time. It's the same reason that highway banditry exists in a fantasy setting. You know, places are, there's, there's no, for you to get from one place to another, there's still time. You still have to take a couple of days and there's some, there's always wild spaces that a town guard or a country's militia can't patrol 100%. And the stewards, you know, can't be everywhere at once, so that's where the piracy is coming. It's weird because it's like everyone knows the, the 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 sky captains sky captains. That's a, that's a movie. The um skyfire legion, pirates. right? No, not the skyfire legion. What is the name of the pirate group in Starfinder? Oh, they have uh, a name.
1: The free captains. That's free captains.
0: Yeah.
1: Sky, I got my skyfire legion. Yeah, free captains, captains don't really sound like as pirates. It sounds more like. uh Well, yes. Yeah.
0: Do <laughs> the, the, you know, it's it's branding is what it is. Yes. uh is. Yeah. They're free to do what the, you know that was the yeah you, know, you go you know talk about you know all this sort of in the shackles too on on, on Glary, and it's just like we're free to do whatever we want and what we do is piracy. It's it's you know I think it's a, I think it's weirder that there is a nation state of of island uh, uh countries that is pirate themed altogether like just don't go there. <laughs> it right. seems like if you go right. there, you're going to get raided by pirates. It's guys the same as if you go to the diaspora, you're probably going to get attacked by space pirates. So maybe just don't go there. Um, th- that everyone knows that they, that their headquarters is on broken rock, right? It's like a known thing. And so it seems like the stewards, if they were good at their job would be 100% focused on finding that, that thing and taking it out. But, you know, I guess politics and whatever they have enough, they have a couple big guns on that, uh, asteroid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it makes it tough. I'm sure they, I'm sure this, I'm sure the stewards know exactly where broken rock is. They just don't have the resources to raid it, you know, take a, do, do a do an attack on it. The, um, one, uh, speaking of a bunch of broken rocks, uh, another planet that I, uh, wrote up early on that I want to kind of also, uh, bring up as i guess a fave uh it's in the court rule book but it was um there's a fun history behind it i think um it's the sort of, it's the uh a- area known as ori uh and is a planet that's been destroyed but all of the chunks of it have not sort of floated off in space because it's a, they're floating around this gravitational anomaly, which is what destroyed it in the first place. Um, so they were a bunch of super scientists who messed around with gravity and blew up their planet. And then the the and that was like probably millennia ago. And now they're, everyone's sort of living on these uh, uh, rocks that sort of gently kind of float around each other um, and have reverted to an almost, you know, Modernish or medievalish sort of time uh where they're doing it and and then there there's groups of people on there sort of take um to take travelers from one like big chunk to the other have to like temporarily bridge these things together by leaping across with some rope and stuff and then and tying it off that whole idea is actually based around a short campaign that I played fifteen years ago now probably, right? But it was sort of set enough we, we sat down and created a, a setting for this 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 campaign as a group and decided oh we like these floating rocks and we like the idea that maybe you're jumping between them and that's what the that's what the adventures are going to be about and going from one place to another and that's how you have to travel, it's really dangerous. Uh but you can bridge it. But you know some some come close enough that you can you can do that. Um and I took that and turned that into a science fiction thing, uh which
1: was uh fun. That's also in um, the dead sun ap the same kind of thing. When you go mm. visit the Kishali? it's a
0: yeah, I mean, there's a little bit yes. There's a part of Istamak, yeah. the the city which is broken yeah. up and has some floating yeah, chunks. Yeah. yeah, there's there's some there's some themes I guess you could say in <laughs> in my writing sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the whole thing is that the the because uh, and, and the name of Ori is comes from the word Ori, which is a word I love. Uh, to use as much as possible, uh, which is, of course, uh, if you remember the Dark Crystal movie, that's the thing that Agra has that has all the planets and stuff spinning. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I just love that. I just Anytime I could put that in a thing, I (laughs) I, I totally would. uh, Wait, isn't that an Easter egg?
1: I'm told we're not supposed to do those things. Eh,
0: That's not really that much of an Easter egg. It's not a a direct reference to the Dark Crystal. An orary is a thing that exists, and this is just a word that kind of sounds like it because it's about things so yeah. spiraling around a central you know it's 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 okay i think it's fine
1: all right
0: so uh any other cool things you want to talk about with planets um i talked about all my spooky horror planets and the idea of the the two systems that we created for attack us warm and for for yeah. the Vest. uh those were fun to put together uh what about you I'm sure you've got some more that you were you were you wanted to talk. Oh
1: about. well, I've I've I actually mentioned four of them. The only one I haven't okay. mentioned is Arnacel. Do you know what Arnacel is? That sounds familiar. Yeah, Tell me more. It, it Arnacel is from the first season of Starfinder Society, uh, and oh. I think Kate Baker must have invented it. It's that's, okay. A, that's uh, why it sounds familiar. Yeah, so it's a um, uh, mostly aquatic world, uh, mm-hmm. and that's where she introduced the Morlama. So the mm-hmm. huge walrus or the yeah, large little... walrus creatures that swim everywhere in, uh, uh, in the trenches of, of Arneson. So she's had a couple of, um, I think, two society adventures that mm-hmm. have taken place there with the Moral of Oz. And so that's that's another. I'm, I'm just, you know, when we were talking about this, I'm trying to think, I got to think of the five kind of five planets I think are pretty cool. And so so I looked at uh, New Harmony or Four, um, uh Conqueror's Forge. Uh, Folskar, Arnacel, and uh, Diaspora. So those are the the, the main ones that um, that I came up yeah. with that I like. So
0: that's good. That's good. Um, I love a good underwater world. Mm-hmm. It's just like um, you can just do. I mean, it's just sort of like it's normal, but it's underwater. I think is hilarious. Always, yeah. and it's just like this is you normal know, people may go about their buildings, but all their buildings are underwater. Like there's like that one. Uh, episode of uh, BoJack Horseman that takes place underwater, or like uh, Doctor Zoidberg's planet, although they're sort of a more of a beach, you know, uh, world than a full underwater world. Um, fun,
1: good stuff. It complicates I think, uh, I... things, movement oh, sure. and and, combat yeah. and everything. Yeah,
0: if you're talking about yeah pure mechanics, it makes things complicated. is yeah. why we don't have a million of them. <laughs> uh, but from a narrative point of view, it's just sort yeah. of fun to to do that kind of stuff. Um, I guess I mean it's sort of like speaking of that i guess i uh, talk a little bit briefly about um the other one the the planet for my two society adventures which has the jabroni on them and then now the name of the planet i cannot remember um
1: uh, but oh. uh yes that's one that I'm, you're exploring and you come across uh, okay. yeah are you gonna look it up
0: i'm looking it up right now uh here it is <laughs> um Dude, oh my gosh, no it doesn't say the name. Oh no, this one doesn't work.
1: This one doesn't God, work? Uh,
0: this that link didn't give me the name of the planet.
1: Oh were you looking up um the the race the the species there? The I should Gibboni? just look
0: I should just look up the species the Gibrani. I should look just look them up.
1: That's what I was gonna do. That's what I'm doing right I'm now. I was just looking
0: up I just looked up the name of the
1: adventure. Oh yeah that doesn't help because it didn't say that. Uh Elitrio, Elitrio. Oh, yes, that's good because I really like that name.
0: I, yeah. should, I don't know why I didn't remember it. I really like that name. That also is one of those things where I, coming up with the name was a lot of fun. um Taking a sort of deep dive into beetle taxonomy mm-hmm. and finding a word that kind of sounded like it could be a planet, and then like changing a couple of the syllables around a little bit here or there. Um, again, I I am constantly doing that. So if you can figure out where where my starting point is, you might be able to like if from from my from the end point, good good luck to you, but like uh you'll you'll be able to to like
1: yeah. <laughs> I think you'll be able to tell. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that I um when I interviewed Tim Nightingale, you know, he's a uh mm-hmm. bug guy entomologist, water bug guy in particular. Mm-hmm. And so how he created uh some of the monsters he he wrote up for Pathfinder was mm-hmm. taking you know, real bugs and blown up really big. And then the sure. art was actually based on like micros, uh, using blown up, uh, you know, with a microscope images oh, yeah. of some of their mandibles and stuff. He submitted some of that for the sample art. And, uh, so I thought that was kind of a, a neat way to do that.
0: That is one thing that I did, um, when we were trying to create the, um, the sieve, the sort of what they look like. Mm-hmm. Oh. Took a whole bunch of stuff, Uh, and one of the things that we that it took was a you know real close up microscope microscope view of uh some kind of bug, some kind of fly or something like that
1: to get this sort of like,
0: it's like it looks so cool and weird. like now I wish I could remember exactly the name of that insect. Yeah, so me too. We're it we're again. in
1: the last book of Devastation mm. Arc. We just at level twenty actually in our actual place, and nice. uh, yeah, the the civ you know, oh, we get them described quite a bit. Uh, I don't want to make any spoilers. Why they're described quite a bit in there, but uh, I, I still don't yeah. have a, I don't have a, I don't have a good image of them mm. myself. You know, so
0: I should somehow find and dig up my uh, the concept art that yeah. Kent Hamilton did for us in house that was just so good that I'm like, oh, well, is different. it? In,
1: they're so weird. It's in the book too, because I, I haven't There's, I haven't looked at the AP because I'm playing yeah. in it. There's okay. a couple of images of Siv in the book as well but okay I should look
0: at that the, then. So, just the, so I know <laughs> the concept art though is just so like this is like the 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 epitome it's like the the platonic right. solid of of uh the platonic ideal of what I wanted them to look like uh nice. and then having other people draw them it gets a little lost in translation but uh they still good and just still look weird because it was difficult well, you know again you're giving someone like well this is I mean. Not spoil it too much. It is a is sort of like a bunch of animals mushed together in a lot of ways. Right, uh, difficult right. to tell that because of the way we did it. But uh, 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 having someone else draw draw something so weird <laughs> as that because we wanted to be weird and alien as much as possible. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah.
1: Well, that's definitely that you. You definitely like the weird and alien, which I is like one of the cool the things alien. about Starfinder. You know.
0: Yes, thank you. I like a weird alien. I don't know. Just give me something. <laughs> I mean, I like a weird alien, so you can so you can contrast it with your normal
1: human yeah. you know soldier <laughs> yes so what do you want to talk about next time we haven't really um that's a good question yeah um
0: th- there's no real I-, I was sort of thinking a little about this week and we were talking a l- little bit about like there's some errata that got dropped last week but that's not really super interesting it's a fun that that there's now like uh uh looks like dustin has uh gone into some of the uh, AP volumes, more recent AP volumes, and fix some things that were, were, were a little, mm. which is good for him. Um, and then sort of maybe a little talking a little bit about how there was a little bit of a tweet tease for Starfinder comics. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, so I don't know I, what's wrong
1: with that. Do you know any more that you can say? I don't know any more that
0: I can say. <laughs> it was talked about a lot when yeah. I was there and, uh, uh, Okay. I think well, they were sketching something out, but I don't know what it was. Well,
1: why don't, I don't we? Part of that. I think that'll be fun. Why don't we spitball something like Starfinder comics? What we would like mm-hmm. to see in them? What we think they should? You know, like a Starfinder mm-hmm. graphic novel kind of thing or something. <laughs> sure, I'm a big I comic would, yeah. fan, so I, I I think that would be fun right. to to see that kind of crossover. Did you read
0: the ones that a little short story that was in the back of Spiral of Bones? part started with starfinder stuff that was like the first starfinder brief comic that happened uh, uh what was it in the back of i think it was in the back of spiral of bones so okay. if you have spiral of bones there's some starfinder and comic that, so there's a little bit of Starfinder comic that exists okay it's, it's our spiral bi-comics. bones they meet a skittermander of course they do this other yeah. some other stuff and and yeah do some, no. some other oh. kind of stuff i don't
1: yeah i'll have to check that out
0: all right well, that, Check it out. that sounds like a good starting point anyway. Sure, exactly. You can see some of, I think Eric Mona wrote them, and you can see how he feels about skidder <laughs> in that. Okay. okay. All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this has been Digital Divination.